Human beings like you and me are creatures of habit. Almost everything we think, say, and do is the result of deep-seated habits etched into our minds through years of repetitive behavior. Those very same habits either help to propel us forward or to hinder our progress. But where do these habits come from? What motivates us to build them? What's up? I'm Elsid. It's time to wake up and smell the coffee. Let's get you coffeinated. It's been a while, but we're back for season three with rich coffee and even richer stories here at Courtyard by Marriott Iliiwa. Today's guest, Dr. Virginia Biron, is known for his sharp mind, his relentless pursuit of progress, his business acumen, and his lifelong dedication to public service. If coffee is not enough to wake you up to get shit done, perhaps his story of perseverance and compassion will. So hello, Dr. Biron. Hi, Elsid. Uh, so how do you like your coffee? It's good. Yeah, well, I'm a coffee drinker. Although uh, since my sugar nagtaas na ining mga binulan, I limit my intake. Pero amogyapon, it's my routine. I think I drink three cups, three to four cups of coffee a day. Yeah. Oof. Yes. Well, we have a nice selection here given by our good friends over at uh, Neighbor Coffee. So we're going to start going through them as we talk to talk about your habits, your motivations and the things you've done over the years. So before we get on to the first question, let's take their All right. dirty horchata. This one. Where is that? This one, this one in the middle. Uh, this one? Okay. Yes. So the dirty horchata is their best-selling drink. It's a mix of their homemade horchata and uh -huh. their espresso. So ah, it's okay. for people who like something new. Mm -hmm. It's a little cinnamon I guess. Mm. It's good, except that it has sugar. Oh, it has sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just the milk. Yeah, it's good, it's good. Yeah. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about your background? Because not a lot of people actually know where you came from after you entered the public life. Well, Elsid, I think uh, if there's one person who knows me better, it's your dad. Because both of us come from uh, Barotak. Mm. I was born in Barotak uh, 57 years ago. Yeah, so uh, that was in 1964. Born to a uh, very humble family. Ang akon ginikanan, taga Barotak Gid, si former mayor uh, Ernan Biron, and my mom uh, happens to be from Negros. Mm. Uh, she's from the north, no? And uh, she uh, went to CPU for her high school and uh, even her college. So they met in a, uh, you know, in a Baptist uh, or Christian uh, fellowship. They met and then, well, they got married eventually at a very young age. No? 21, Sitatai, Sinanai was 18. She was second year in uh, college. So uh, at that very early uh, age, nagpangabuhi sila. Both are jobless. And uh, dependent sa mga utod tatay, who were professionals then already. One of them is, uh, was a teacher, uh, Antinelia, who passed away two years ago. And uh, sinanay, sige pa eskwela ni tatay. You know, and uh, uh, shortly after they got married, uh, nagbata sinanay sa akong duha ka magamagulang. Uh, they're twins, no? Kapi din na. Tawag namon sa ila si Dako, kag si Jutay. 
And at five months old, uh, they suffered uh, uh, from a seizure problem. No? Convulsion sila, triggered ka mag, uh, mag uh, hilanat sila. No? So uh, at the time, pigado man ang pangabuhi. Uh, they were growing up, ang akong duha kautod. Uh, hindi git sila na-manage properly no? until ang mga nag-progress git ang, uh, ang seizure uh, problem nila. So the doctor uh, finally uh, uh, said that uh, there's something organic no? sa utok nila. So at 10 years old, uh, na-notice namon ang, uh, or 7 years old na-notice na sa ginikanan ko, nga progressive na ang mental retardation nila. So they're able to go to school. Uh, hirap lang sila, medyo mabudlay. But I'm only one year and uh, five months uh, younger sa ila. So I stood as though magulang sa panimalay. Must have been difficult to grow up with brothers. You yes. felt like you were you had to be responsible for. Oh yes, 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 Elsid. It was uh, it was uh, it was a, a very struggling uh, childhood, no? Kaiti uh, ginatugyanan ka si nanay ko ga maestra, si tatay ko ga uh, trabaho sa Comelec, uh, laborer. He started as a laborer actually in Comelec. That was one of his first jobs. Then moved here to Iloilo. Uh, sa PACD, now the DILG, moved to the City Hall of uh, the City of Iloilo as a budget officer, and then finally moved to Iloilo State College of Fisheries. No? Namunang career path sang tatay ko. So growing up was uh, really uh, quite, uh, quite, uh, quite challenging. Mabulubudlay pangabuhi. Especially so nga, ang akong duha kamagulang, amugin ang mga masakiton. No? At 10 years old, uh, gindakop sila sa asthma, until now, uh, harap paghihapon, although properly managed naging man ang akong uh, surviving twin, uh, si Dako, because uh, Toto Jutai passed away 22 years ago no, of, uh, from asthma also. The status asthmatic ko sila, so uh, inataki siya in July of year 2000 and uh, dito sa umana mo, no, sa Barotak, uh, wala na siya ka-survive because it was too late. So, may napangabuhi ko, Elsid, uh, growing up in that uh, environment and uh, mindful nga ang imo duha ka utod nga twin. Uh, uh, practically, uh, they, are, they, are, they are defenseless. You know, you have to... You, I grew up thinking always nga magtigulang kami. Amuni sila ang ako niya atipano, no? And my parents would always remind me Ti, you know, ikaw ang magserbi ng magulang because uh, your two elder brothers uh, mga masakiton and uh, they were not able to uh, achieve uh, the uh, ideal education. Eskwela sila, elementary, uh, sa CPU, uh, we're together, uh, pero ti, wala may ilang matapos. Eventually, uh, nagsulod siya sa public school, diri sa Haro Elementary, and only finished grade 6. So, hindi naman nila masarangan mag-progress. So, amoy na. No? Uh, Is that always... why you went into medical school? To become a well, doctor? Well, that, uh, that was the encouragement uh, na ginahatag sa akong, sa akong tatay. Uh, bordering on uh, uh, pilitay. No? Nga kinpilit ako. <laughs> nga padokturon sa tatay ko. You know, kasi tungod niya ako, nga doon ka utod, mga masakiton. No? So, uh, 
Well, looking back, uh, oh, I mean, you know, I'm not, I was not exactly happy nga ginapilit ako, pero I had no choice. So, uh, but to listen to, uh, to my father, although ako inclination, you know, maabogado ako. Uh, that was, I was more inclined to be a lawyer than to be a doctor. But you did it so well though. You went, you were magna cum laude. You graduated magna cum laude from... Uh, so, uh, gintutuma na ton, tugon nga ti, siling ko, uh, wala naging magita choice. No? So, uh, I, I did my best during my academic years. No? Uh, balaan man natin sa taga West Visayas, ang record na ton, until nga nag-med kita. And in that eight years, uh, we enjoyed the academic scholarship that uh, allowed us to uh, continue schooling and ultimately finish the course. No? Sa so, muna ng 85, nag-biology, uh, finish ako sa biological sciences. Uh, that's where I finished magna cum laude. And uh, 1989 was medicine. And then a year after that, I finished my postgraduate internship sa Western Visayas Medical Center. And then I stayed in Iloilo for uh, at least uh, two years, no? doing some uh, rural practice and I even practiced also in Guimaras. And during which time, I created uh, in drugstores ang una, no? Forge Pharmacy. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was a big hit no? at the time. And uh, that was two years after the uh, enactment of the generics law that uh, paved the way for what, what, well, uh, what we have done no? in the last uh, 30 years. No? So that was the start of the pharma Pharma business that. Uh, what triggered had, you to uh, get into that industry from medicine? Into actually, Elsid, uh, eye opener malang when we had the retail shop that I established uh, in front of uh, Western Visayas Medical Center, no, that's a Q Abeto, uh, the main uh, thoroughfare of uh, Manduriao, Pakantuto sa, <coughs> sa Sulod, no, sa Hibauan, uh, uh, San Miguel. So uh, that was 1990 because I entered the uh, PGI ship in 89, no, April. So, uh, during the time, ka-remote sinada sa lugar. And I'm sure you're aware, no? Kahit idra ka man gapuli, you know? You grew up there in Manduria with your dad. <clears throat> so, ka-remote sinada sa lugar sa una nga kung alasays, wala na sang nagabiyahe, do ka-siot ba lang, do ka-delikado sinada. And then you only see uh, PUJs na da ang nag-standby naga, sa gua sa hospital na kung may mga emergency, dalo nila hospital ang ila pasyente sa gua no kag uh, pangita diri bulong because unfortunately uh, during that time wala sang 24 hours so i just thought that i was an intern inside nga makabulig ako no so um, coincidentally my father retired from uh, from uh, government service uh, shortly after my graduation from the college of medicine siling nga retire na ko noy kay Tapos ka naman, I'll get my retirement and we can start some small business. So that's when I encouraged my dad. You know, at first, hindi pa siya magpahulam kwarta sa akin. You know, I was just uh, 24 years old and didn't know anything about business. So until I was able to convince him, nakakita ko na sa lugar sa Guasan. Ikaw naman ang namilit. <laughs> ako naman ang namilit. No? <laughs> so, pahulam ako daan sa kwarta mo. No? So uh, he lent me 25,000 pesos. You know, to renovate the place, to set it up. And then the second, uh, the second amount that he gave me was 30000 to buy the first few uh, medicines that I displayed. The rest, inutang ko na. 
So I uh, opened that Fridge Pharmacy way back in February 5 of 1990. So Maricol Kogina, these are the milestones. 32 years ago. Oh, yes. 32 years ago. Yes. So amoy na ang ginumpisahan no sa why we're here today, how we evolve. People don't really look at the, the what goes on, right? Because they see what Phil Pharma Wealth is now, but they don't understand that when you started it, nangutang ka pa, <laughs> nagpangayo ka pa ka sa kay, fa, sa kay father yes, mo. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, you had and nobody believed yes. at that time. Well, again, mega pating ma, it would become what it is today. That's so, correct. Such humble beginnings. Oh yes, uh, so humble that nobody would have thought. Uh, you know, uh, after uh, 15, 20 years, the group will become the dominant player no? Sang, uh, in the hospital market, uh, mm. meaning hospital-based uh, pharmaceuticals. These are uh, parenteral sterile uh, solutions and sterile powder and ultimately built a factory that we can all be proud of as Filipinos because... Uh, Uh, in 2006, that was what 16 years after I started, uh, you know, we're able to build uh, the first anesthetic plant, uh, inhalation anesthesia in Southeast Asia. We uh, we transferred technology from Pennsylvania and uh, from a New York-based company, uh, a listed company in the U in the U.S. stock exchange, New York Stock Exchange. And uh, we moved the, the, the facility, the, 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 the technology rather, and the Americans built that factory in Laguna. So uh, these are a uh, testament no, of uh, how we pursue uh, innovative, uh, uh, innovative changes, no, uh, innovative development uh, for, for the pharmaceutical industry. So that was way back in 2006. And then it was followed two years later by the first uh, cephalosporin uh, sterile facility It was also built in Laguna. And that remains to be the only uh, sterile uh, cephalosporin powder in the country today, until now. So, ginuna uh, anay ang penicillin, the penicillin factory, which was done in year 2000. It was inaugurated in 2000. The first few products came out two years later, 2002. In Sudlan, sang anesthesia, in Sudlan, sang cefa, and uh, anesthesia and cefa were board of investment uh, certified. So we uh, enjoyed six-year tax holiday. It was supported by government because these are the pioneer industries in Asia Elsid. So we were the first. Uh, which established those kind of uh, of uh, manufacturing. How how does it make you feel? Like you know, starting with very humble beginnings, uh, and then grinding your way through school to become a scholar. I remember you used to tell me stories about uh, uh, how how much was the tuition in College of Medicine. Well, in pre-med, our tuition then was 150 pesos per mm. semester. And you needed a scholarship just to... Yeah, to I needed a scholarship to save the, 150 for the entire semester. So, you know, you have to spend sleepless nights just to save 150. Today, you know, 150 mo, hindi ka nikaigo mga pika. I think this one would even cost you more than... Around 150. Yeah. I think it's about 150, right? Yeah, so this was the cost of my education then. <laughs> 
Just a cup of coffee. <laughs> so, how does that make you feel? Like, you ever think, like, you're, when you look back on everything that has happened, how does that when, make when you feel? When I look good? back, El Cid, I would, you know, I, re- I refuse to believe, actually, that, well, Ari nakita si Nidiri, no? But then, uh, sang una, I was just full of hope. Uh, wala man mo. I mean, you know, uh, I think, uh, your dad must have told you about my history and you know so you're just full of hope and kadadlaw nga nagapangabuhi ka nagaasa ka lang no unlike you kids nowadays and even my children you know when they wake up they don't even have to bother kun ano ila sud anon ila kaunon because they have the abundance so wala na gid kapanumdom kami sang una kapanumdom pa kun ano ang ibutang ni nanay sa lamesa o diin pa siya makuha sa kwarta no manglaghap pa siya matanan I, I so, remember she, you know, uh, my dad si papa used to tell me uh, he never knew what Milo really tasted like <laughs> until he got married kasi yes. uh, our my grand my, my then grandmother would make him Milo but he yeah. would she would make half a teaspoon lang just yeah. to get the color of Milo into the you know, to the mug <laughs> And then when he when he got married, and then Mama made the Milo for Papa, and then when he tasted, this is this is the, a real Milo. Uh, this is a real Milo. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we have similar experience ni Papa mo. And dumduman ko sa unas ang gamay pa ako nagasinanay nagatimplas ang kape. And you know, I mean, may ano na sa unas mo may ada na sa unang kape, balang do raw inasyang do ginalaga mo pa bala ang anong brand nito sa una man you know and i love that you know so uh, you thought at the time that was the best tasting coffee <laughs> until nga until you, you tried until the neighbor you tried, coffee oh, oh this one sa <laughs> <laughs> una mo nitong pinakanamit nga kape mo nga ginalaga ni nanay ko tapos ginabutang niya bala sa may daan bala nga kamiseta na no gina ano niya ginasawsaw yada sa ano well at the time life was just so simple ti ano ba lang sa una kontento ka malang mo kung ano ang mahatag sa imo na ni nanay rin tatay mo no so but now you know subong ari na nga nag uh, ano na nothing much has changed uh, sa ako niya pang ginawi except that you know life has become more comfortable and uh, i was able to send my children to probably one of the best schools the third son who even spent uh, his uh, physiology and microbiology in monash university in uh, in melbourne so mula na fulfillment mo no uh, going back to your question you know anong anong nabatsagan mo ano lang gid LC um, um, it's the ultimate fulfillment in your life you know knowing very well that you'll be able now to give you know what your what your family deserves uh, meaning to say pati ginikanan ko may chimpo ako ginaspoil ko gid ang nanay kag tatay ko no na spoil ko pamilya ko kabataan ko kag you know so if there is someone to be blamed you know kon ginapagustuhan ko kabataan ko ako na siya no kasi sa una deprived ako mo no but i always while i spoil my children they are very ano na sila very uh, mindful they're very conscious no halina sang gamay na sila hasta you know they stay in my office for weeks. No, wala na kami puli-puli. Sangga struggle pa lang ako nga gag-build sa company ko. Pinulan kami hindi ka puli sa balay. Mm. 
iti malayo sa no, akong office ara sa Cubao, may house is in Pasig. So gagmay pa na sila, no? Newborn na si Kong BJ. Bryant was a year and a half, you know, newborn si BJ. Ti dirala na. Dirala na sila gatiner sa office, no? Dirala mo na paliguan ni ano ni Mrs. ko until na the third son was born, dira man na lawig ang ano tinsa yung mapuli ka pa wasting time no at the time ako malang drive no, mm. dito sa Manila so we would rather stay in the office spend a lot of time doing uh, things no lamo we entered a regulator a regulated industry so even documentations ako ga type sina ako ga tanan my pharmacist was a part-time pharmacist so i did all the work o ako man nagakadto sa FDA Ako mo na ito ma-apply, ako mo na ito mabayad, ako mo na ito na naman follow-up. Kada si Mana, bit-bit ko man ang kabataan ko, si, si Candy. So we go on a tour every week. no? We go to FDA office, si Gagmay pa na sila. So muna, no? um, life was just as simple as that. And then kada Domingo, kada kami sa Cubao, we will live in Quezon City, ganito hmm. sa una. You know, our typical days ang una, gagmay pa na si Mayor BP, BJ, kagan. Well, we go to the food court, you know, buy sa mga kung ano-ano dira, no? Kanto sa arcade, no? Sa una, kagi ka magiging pradlakan yung papa mo sa arcade. <laughs> Di, oh, kanto sa, sa ano man na, no? Uh, simple rides, tanan. Parang mapalipay mo lang kabataan mo while, you know, struggling. So... By the time you know it, dalag ko na sila. I mean, you built the company already, you know. And then when I became member of Congress, I uh, divested. I I uh, returned the ownership to my parents, you know. So amuna ang at that time, no, uh, we started bringing in professional managers already. Hindi na kami ang padalagan gitsang kompanya. Now we have close close to. 1,000 employees, mm. both for wholesale, uh, several divisions. No, we have many divisions in the office. We have retail. We have retail pharmacy. Right now, we rebranded. No, Butikang Pinoy. It's all over Metro Manila, Mindanao, Bicol, no, and uh, and well, for the last two and a half years, we did not expand because I have other projects. So uh, we have retail division, uh, both for pharma. And for uh, what do you call this? These uh, convenience stores, mm. and then the wholesale is still there. Then we created a separate division for uh, hospital equipment. And now, after that hospital equipment, now we're in the retail already of hospital supplies equipment. Uh, we have four stores now in SM, uh, SM Mega Mall. Uh, we have a retail outlet there for indoor medical, which is handled actually by my son. The the youngest son who is studying medicine mm. is actually the president mm. because we we started you know bringing this uh, to his uh, you know uh, attention and he's very interested because the shayama doctor so early on we already uh, gave him this uh, responsibility so he handles this no uh, it's a big organization with more than three hundred employees. So we started already our retail and uh, offshoot manini sang pandemic that uh, uh, after the retail store was established, my struggle kami sa traffic of uh, traffic of uh, customers. 
nagsulod na ang online no and mm. e-commerce mm. so we already uh, we we uh, undertook the a strong and a very aggressive uh, approach in digital marketing so now you can we can we have our own shopee version Mm. of uh, medical yeah indoor medical, indoor medical. Yeah. I, I, yeah it's there in sm fifth floor building a then we have in the upper ground of uh, north edsa we're opening uh, another store in um, south mall in mm. sm in las piñas and then the banner store will be in moa mm. it's a very huge store no so kung gusto mo bakal sang mga high end yung mga ng mga electric scooters, electric wheelchairs, no? Mm. So so we have those, no? Uh, high-end ng mga beds, no? Uh, all this. May ara man yung mga entry level, may ano man, but normally these are these are brands uh, from Europe, from US, from China, from Korea, even Japan, no? We're the we're the exclusive uh, distributor. Uh, distributor here importer of Konica Minolta uh, ultrasound. Mm. Uh, for echocardiography, for anesthesia, and it's one of the best uh, ultrasound uh, machines uh, sold all over the world. So we're able to secure all these distributorships, uh, including Boyer, which is the number one German brand you know, for uh, BP app, for you know, all these things. So that's how, that's how uh, business evolved uh, LCID. So much to actually talk about there. But uh, before I move on to my next question, let's try the next coffee. I hope this one doesn't have sugar. So yeah. this one is a... Uh... Your, uh, your tita will be the one to drink all of this later. <laughs> yeah. So this one is the pour over Spanish latte. So allegedly they Wait, have... Where is that? This one? This one, this one. Ah, okay. That one too as well. So that's the this V1. This one is the Spanish latte. V2. This one is what? The pour over Spanish latte. Mm. The other one is espresso based Spanish ah, latte. Ah, okay. All right. So, yeah. Let's try it. Oh, this was never the coffee I drank 40 years ago or 50 years ago. Basi ginasugba-sugba pa na. Ginalaga pa sa una ni nanay ang kape mo. Sa daan ko ba lang na kamiseta. So, there's a lot to take in with what you just said. Like, uh, you wouldn't see your kids for months or weeks at a time. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot, there's a word that we throw around now. It's become very uh, common for millennials. Uh, we call it passion, right? You know, we live off passion. Like, if you're not passionate about your work, then uh, you shouldn't be doing it. How, was passion important for you back then? How was, was that even key? Or was it just absolute need to feed the family? Or uh, Well, uh, I think because of necessity, you know. Uh, I learned to work, work so hard. But uh, what distinguishes my hard work vis-a-vis uh, -vis the hard work of other people is that hard work uh, coupled with uh, with innovation. But the thing is, Kitaya, we were we we pursued our desire and our dream, you know, to educate ourselves. Okay, hindi lang niya tungod niya ginpilit ako ni tatay ko niya magdoktor but because I saw that this is the this is my redemption. Kung hindi ko niya pagpatihon si tatay ko, ako niya perdi, no? Ti ang tanan niya ginikanan ng gusto nila maayo gid para sa kabataan nila mo, no? 
Pero kung kay isa ang kabataan, wala mga pati kay tatay nila. Oh. Wala ko sa ginapabati-batian. Gira. Pero ginamin ko lang. Ya, amo man ang kabataan ko. Isa wala sila gaplamati. No? Pero ako ya, sanggad ako ako, I chose to listen to my father. So, ginapamatian ko siya mo. Although May chimpo man guro nga, wala ka man na mati. Mabakanto na ganit ko si Dada. Kung kaisa, you know, ining in, in, in word niya, millennial, subong lang nimo this is the contem- contemporary word. Sa una, ara na na siya. No? Nga, human nature, nag-rebuildi ka mo, kay nanay, kay, kay tatay mo. Ako nag-rebuildi man. Meaning, Psychologically speaking, it's not actually rebellion. Eh. It's a sign of your independent Independence, thought. yeah. Because that's, that's, that's part of, uh, you know, your transition. Eh. So, at a certain point in your life, you feel more confident. Yeah, medyo kaya mo na. Hindi mo na kinanglan sa tatay mo. Wala kang mga pangayo alawan sa ila. You know? Pero, on the other hand, you know, gina-value ko gina ang ila, gina-saysay always. Uh, tanan, kag, I, I never thought of defying the wish of my father. Because I knew I was looking at my two older brothers. Eh. Di ko pabayaan ko ni sila. Masakiton. I mean, there's really no future for them. Di palariho na lang kami tanan. Sa muna nga, samtang gada ko ako, very, uh, very conscious gada ko, kag uh, siling ko ti. I really have to uh, to pursue uh, the the calling, you know. So it wasn't about my father. It wasn't about having the feet to uh, to match the big shoes. It was about growing into the role because you had to. Yes, you had to. I have uh, no shoes to fill in naman sa kay tatay. Kasi mm. tatay is just an ordinary, well, it's an ordinary mm. government employee. Simply lang pangabuhi ni tatay asa subong, you know. Uh, He's just a perfectly ordinary man with, you know, with no extraordinary dream. So, uh, I have to finish. I have to be a doctor. As you were growing up, what was the extraordinary dream? And would you say you, had, you have achieved that already? Well, at the time, uh, LCID, uh, my immediate aim lang ya is graduate lang ako sa... Mm-hmm. Medicina, and I was very uh, candid to my father. Silingko, your wish is for me to become a doctor, pero don't expect nga ipursukugid ang akong practice because if there's an opportunity to build a business or to create a business, I would rather pursue that uh, because I know nga while um, it is more risky, kati kung mag-practice ka lang, calculated na katama eh. Kati, that's the usual route eh. Pero kung magnegosyo kaya, there's too much risk. But, a lot of unknowns. Yes, uh, a lot of unknowns. No? Uh, but I chose that because I know sa ginahambal mo kayo na, uh, you know, what, what distinguishes you from the rest in doing things because I was very passionate. And not only that I was passionate, I'm very focused because that's part of my training as a, ano eh, as a good student, no? uh, as, as a doctor. So anything that I do, Gina unayan ko ginasang panahon ko. I devote my, myself, my my mind, my heart into whatever I do. So ginadidikaran ko gina ano nga bagay ginaubra ko. So that's why uh, you know siguro to to my own surprise you know with all these things that uh, you know, and hindi uh, mantanan yung bagay matunan mo no sa medicina. Mm. In fact, this industry you never 
you never get, you never learn this uh, from from medical school, except the academic side of knowing what medicines are, the pharmaco pharmacology, pharmacokinetics, etc. But other than that, you just have to equip yourself with a lot of readings, you know, a lot of equipping. Ikaw, yeah, you have to take the, that initiative of uh, learning the business side. Mm. No? Iti wala man yung ginatudlo. Unlike inigani bata ko sa mga nag-eskwela medicine sa Ateneo, ngang ilay ang uh, curricular, uh, curricular design is uh, MD-MBA. Mm. So you finish medicine, and at the same time, you get another degree, which is Master's in Business Administration. So, which is really good for him. Kasi Lingkoti, you're going to be the one to run the business later on. At least I don't have to teach you everything. No, uh, You have the academic equipment already. So, advantage kinakatama sa imo. And then the practical side, you learn from, from us, you learn from me, you learn from your brothers, you learn from our professional managers. So, um, so muna siya LCD ang ano ang uh, ang evolution no sang uh, sang negosyo no and would it be fair to say that you lean more towards identifying yourself as a businessman more than a doctor well uh, at this point no uh, well now of course we are we are you know our our undertakings uh, are a mix of public service of uh, of business and mm. at the same time you know medical no so pero uh, I, I, I was leaning more towards business, but, but because I chose not to go into training, meaning to say, wala na kuya, I shut the door no, when, it, when it came to a decision. Do you want to go into special training? Because had I been a full-time doctor, I would have been a pediatrician. Uh, see, I love kids. I love to manage children. So, since my wife, ko, kung, kung na doctor ako, probably I would have been a very successful pediatrician. Mm. You know, kaiti amo man ang gusto niya. You know. So, but because of again, you know, uh, because of necessity, man, gihapon, no. And uh, there was an opportunity when I left Iloilo nga. Uh, in Bayaan Kudi, I went to Manila actually to supposedly part of the program we had when I got married to Candy. Uh, no, she's a US citizen, American citizen. She was asking me to give a try nga mag practice dito sa ila lugar. So that's why I went to Manila to review for the United States Medical Licensure Exam, which never happened because mm. when we were in Manila, Dito na opportunity to open the business. So instead of me worrying about another option, we we talk and then I ask her, gusto mo? You know, mapa America kita, I'll train in the US, and then after training, I go back to Guam or what? No? Whereas there's another opportunity here. We're going to open this uh, business and the generics law was very, very new then. Mm. No? So opportunities abound. And what we, what, what we aim to do in the U.S. is also the same thing we aim to do here. Ari pakita diri, ginikanan ta, ari di, you know, magtigulang isa, sino atipan sa ila. So those are the considerations. And then finally, both of us decided, 
na to pursue the US option. Mm. So, nagtinira nagay kami sa Manila and uh, and built the company, no? Pulao bugtaw kasang, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> startup as, as, as in any startup. So, ti ang ang struggle ko man sa una kay ti ga startup ka, wala ka man kapital. So, uh, uh, I was dependent sa drugstore namon sa una diri, you know, uh, I do a lot of sourcing in Manila. Padala sa mga bulong, padala sa mga supplies, everything. Every weekend, ay, ay sa ako niya townhouse nga ginaarkilahan sa Quezon City. Ako man ang nagasugat, nagapick up sa mga items. Ako man nagaimpaki, upod sa ako niya isa ka helper dito sa balay. Kada simana na, ginapadala na muna din, no? by air, by sea, tanan. So that, that was for mga two years ko ginaginubra na. No, ako man ang manog order, ako man ang manog, ako man ang kargador, ako man ang driver, ako akong tanan. Hmm. Akong sugo, ako man pati. <laughs> you, you, so that's how he started the business in hmm. in Manila. <laughs> you you talk about how busy it was back then. Like uh, you say, yeah, wala ka natulog. But yeah. doctor, you, you even today it appears as if wala ka magyapon chimpo for everything. <laughs> I mean, like every time that we meet, <laughs> uh, I'd say in a week, uh, it's a 70 to 30% chance that you are in a board meeting. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, as, as, as your business grows, you know, there are derivative businesses no, mm. that accompany, you know. So you don't growth. become less busy. Yeah. You but become, the type I of become, busy yes, changes. I become now. busier because uh, many more people are, more people rather, are, are, are dependent on you. Because you assume bigger roles, bigger responsibilities. Like for example, right now I chair three hospitals: mm. uh, the Asia Pacific Medical Center in Iloilo, the Asia Pacific Medical Center in uh, in Bacolod, and the APMC in Aklan. No? So also, I also attend board meetings for the other hospitals mm. in uh, in Mindanao. But of course, I print concentration ko sa Western Visayas. So that alone. Uh, takes up a lot of the time, mm. no? And all uh, three are still currently yes, under construction. Under construction until we will be able to uh, operate the hosp- first international hospital in Iloilo. Uh, so I don't think I'll be less busy, mm. you know, in the ne- in the coming months, especially especially now, uh, you know, with the elections mm. uh, coming in, mas mas nagasako kanagid, no? But uh, it's you almost know, as if you prefer that, though. Yes, yeah. I will die if I will not be, you know, if you should tweet me in one corner, <laughs> so I really have to work. Because hey, that's part of your system, eh? that's part of your physiology. Eh? So if you have nothing to do, I think I, I'll get so bored and I'll die instantly if I have nothing to do. So, this is your, this is the routine, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this, is, this is how I spend my life. You know, uh, but not, not, not known to many. Uh, ang ako niya kalipay, you know, is when I'm able to sleep, you know, until 12 noon every Sunday. Mm. Uh, makatulog lang ako. Is, is that your yes, secret? You know? Yes, yes. Practice. That is my, <laughs> amula na once nga makatulog ako halin alas jis ang Sabado. Asta nga makatulog ako alas 10 ng aga, sang, sang Domingo or 12 noon. 
Yan. That's the happiest moment. Tulog lang ang ako niya ginapangita. You know, that's that's how simple. Mula na kasimple ang ako niya. Ano, luxury na na sa ako ang makatulog ako sa you know straight. You know, ten hours. You know, once in a week. Let's so, talk about na, let's talk about the hospitals a little bit because you've introduced so many innovations or landmark projects from your public service side. But also in your pri- as a private citizen capacity, like the hospitals and things like that, especially here in Iloilo. Why is there a lot of focus for you, considering that you have a multinational companies already, to focus on Region 6 or in Iloilo in particular? Well, you know, um, with all the uh, enterprises that, we, that I started, no, I built, uh, there's always that element of a paradigm shift. Uh, uh, I think the reason why uh, all our businesses, no, re- relative to the medical industry, prospered is because we employ innovation. Uh, I don't think, well, with all due respect, sa ibanya mga long-term players ang pharma, uh, they remain very conventional. No, in our case, uh, we uh, we. We focus on a particular on a particular niche. Uh, what I'm saying is that everybody can be in pharma, but not everybody can be in a special special therapeutic category of pharma, and that's exactly what we did. So iba nagabaligya tableta, iba nagabaligya capsule, iba nagabaligya syrup, suspension. You know the the conventional ones. But we chose to upgrade ourselves because at the time, yeah, yeah, when I conceptualized the pharmaceutical manufacturing, distribution, importation, there was no single dominant player. So, so you saw an opportunity there. Yes, if you if you study the if you study the the whole gamut of the pharma. Ang multinationals would only concentrate on one particular therapeutic class. No. Si multinational A would would you know would be more of cardio. Multinational B would be more of uh, pulmo. The next one will be more of diabetes, etc., etc. But with the enactment of the generics, you can bring everyone hmm. under one roof. Hmm. So that's exactly what I did. So you can get generic equivalents all over the world. So we have more than 100 partners, big uh, pharmaceutical producers, until the time that we also got, we also bought technology and built our own factory. So that is the integration that we did. So again, uh, uh, it is not, it is not just establishing a business. Uh, but a business that was designed, you know, um, as 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 very innovative, very novel. Novel na yung ginubrako mo. So when you're asking me right now, why build a hospital in Iloilo? Because the reality is, for the longest time since we're growing up in Iloilo until today, there is no hospital that that operates uh, 
with a standard almost equal or at par with St. Luke's, with Makati Med, no, with Medical City in Ortigas of Asian Hospital. And the treatment uh, and diagnostic capabilities of our hospital in Iloilo uh, are very limited. No? So, napinsar ko ya nga if we have to put up one in Iloilo, it should be the best. Because... Should raise the bar. Yes, you have to raise the bar. So, nag-paradigm shift ka from an ordinary general hospital into a hospital of international standards uh, because our, our, our people, you know, the people of Iloilo have been wanting, have been asking, have been dreaming, you know, to go to a, to a very good hospital. Not because the hospitals are here that we have right now are, are not good because we have good doctors here. So we have a good complement of practitioners, very smart, intelligent, well-trained practitioners. Pero wala kita yung access no? sa mga bago nga mga uh, treatment modalities, even high-end yung mga equipment, because these are all confined in Metro Manila and in Cebu. So, ang atong yung mga ibang yung mga kasimanwa dali sa siyudad, nag-probinsya sa Iloilo. In fact, some of them have, have, have treated them already in Manila sa Amonia Regenerative Center. Those nga magusto iya nga magano nga magpabulong you know nga hindi available diri ang uh, treatment modalities nga pamanila gid oh ti natabuan nga nagpandemic you have restrictions sa mobility mo sa paglakat mo katana no so with more reason nga kinanglan nato nga amo nga facility so nag paradigm shift gid kita and the hospital that we have here uh, is of international standards gid because Six months from the time we operate it, we will be audited by JCI, Joint Commission International, the highest patient safety standard accrediting company no, in the U.S. So, kung JCI certified ka, pariho ng standard naton sang duwa ka St. Luke's, Asian, uh, Asian Hospital in Muntinglupa, Medical City in Ortigas, and Makati Med. No? And, Patients who hold uh, international insurance can easily be accommodated. Kaya mm. kalaban, iban may mga retirees kita din mga friends. No? They are, some of them are British citizens, some of them are U.S. Iban mga Filipino-Americans na nag-retire na diri. So, their health insurance cannot be, cannot be honored. No? Kaya you need accreditation sa, ano, sa insurance company in the U.S. or no? in Europe before your uh, before the patient uh, is accommodated so those are the the, the driving factors uh, why we thought of uh, of raising the bar no when it comes to uh, healthcare delivery so what i'm hearing is for every time you enter an industry or you want to do something you either have to introduce something entirely new mm -hmm. that nobody else is doing or yes. you do the thing that they do only so much better you have to be the best uh, yes so the most important thing is that it's not only it's not only a question of of entering a business or entering an industry, but you enter an industry, you know, 
improving the kind of business in that particular industry and aiming to be more to be novel. So there's something new, there's something uh, to be discovered in what we do, because otherwise you'll just be you'll end up to be copycat lang. Eh. You it's know? either so you do it well lang. or oh, you don't do it at all. Oh yeah, siling ko ganis ng una kung patindog malaki na hospital. You know, if if our dream is just to build an, a general hospital, you know, just like the rest, what for? I mean, so it's 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 it would be it would be uh, uh, it would be a revolutionary approach where people who have been desiring to have access to modern treatment and uh, diagnostic modalities would now have access rather than them flying to Manila, you know, kagdito tanan, especially COVID, subong, you know how difficult it is. So. Uh, we we anticipate that when the hospital is uh, is uh, will start operating, ang aton yung mga kasimanuha dili sa probinsya kag siyudad sang Iloilo malipay gid sila. Yeah, because what they see in Manila is what they see here. You know, the uh, con practitioners lang, you know, most of our uh, consultants here were also were were are are also very much Train, no, and most of their trainings na halin man sa mga lagko ng mga medical centers in Manila. So we have equally competent and good practitioners, except nati. Siempre. Now they, they have the tools, yes. they have the equipment, they have the space. Yes, that's correct. That's conducive for uh, their yes, capacity. Yes. So may ano gid, may uh, something new, something novel, uh, something uh, upgraded, no. Sabo ng aton every time we go to you know enter a particular. Uh, industry, you know, we bring in innovation rather than just end up, you know, uh, being a copycat. All right. And on that note, we're going to take a break. But after the break, we're going to talk about the second part of your life that we haven't even touched yet, your public service life. And, and when we come back on Coffeinated. Back for season three at beautiful courtyard by Marriott Iloilo. Let's get you coffeinated.
Okay, we're back for Coffeinated, again with our guest, Dr. Ferge Biron. So we have a little segment here on Coffeinated where we show you a photo, and then you give us a small context or whatever is happening in that photo. So I hope uh, uh, our staff uh, chose some nice ones. <laughs> so here's the first one. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that was with uh, with Kong Braden no? a few years back. I think uh, we were together with uh, some of our mayors then. No? Yeah, I think just giving a short lecture to uh, to Braden. I mean, uh, since he was small, uh, he would always come up to me and ask me for you know advice. And Congrade uh, then must have uh, secured, I think, eighty percent of my of my business style, you know. So has been doing that since he was what five years old. <laughs> so, yes, five years old as a businessman. Yes, it's interesting. Uh, next one would be this. But before I forget, let's actually try the next coffee. All right. Okay. This one is the espresso Spanish latte. I know this one by heart because this is the one that I order all yeah. the time. Oh, okay. So yes. on Monday I always have this. It's uh, it's still Spanish latte, but it just has more coffee in it. Mm. So at least you know. Ah, uh, that's my energy on Mondays. Yeah. Again, I think this one has sugar too. <laughs> I'll give this to my wife later. Yes. <laughs> Now here's our next photo. Oh, it's a very old one. It's an old one, no? I think Dinishas. Uh, ah, okay. I think this is in Barota. Mm. Yes. Yeah. When I visited the rural health center there. Yes. Yeah. This was, I think, around uh, 2013. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think, yeah, when I visited. Mm. Uh, that was before LCID, before we constructed the, you know, uh, I think this was one time I visited when we donated uh, some equipment, including dental chairs, you know, to Barotak. Uh, Barotak Rural, Rural Center. Yes, Rural Health, yes. That was the time. I think that was before 20, uh, 2013, siguro na a picture. Uh, Here's another one. It's uh, the famous one. The early beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Gapasabak uh, si... Brian, now the mayor of ano, of uh, Barotac Nuevo. Yeah, this was my first office in Cubao. Uh, that is along uh, I Rodriguez. You know, it's my first office. It's in the ground floor, and eventually, sa second floor, yeah, that's where we stay. No, when I uh, when I seized my rental sa neighboring uh, townhouse. Actually, townhouse at usang unang inarkilahan ko sa Cubao, owned by former Justice Secretary and Congressman uh, Raul Gonzalez. Mm. 
So they, they ano, lapitay lang ng office nga na. Then I moved to the second floor where I re, where I stayed there for mga, siguro mga 10 months before we moved to Pasig. So makita mo, uh, you know, sinimana kami na nag-stay sa, sa office. It's a very small office. Hmm. The office probably around 40 square meters or even less. Yeah, nag-type ako sino. It's an uh, electric typewriter doing all my documents. So that's Brian. Mm. Yeah, my eldest. Tubo mo si Brian? Hindi bala. Yeah, he was uh, my was classmate, yeah, in classmate in UP. Yeah, he was my classmate in And we have our last two photos. Ah! <laughs> It's a recent one. Mm, yeah. <laughs> when we had our your uh, pre-Christmas uh, dinner in the house of uh, Vice Mayor Matet and uh, Mayor Mayor Lian in Anilao. Yeah. We're all there. Uh, your tita is there and uh, the three wonderful ladies. And of course, Ara Mansibela, the girlfriend of uh, Kong BJ. Brand, my uh, youngest one, and Mayor Mayor BP. I think this was before, ano, last last month lang na uh, before, before the typhoon. Before, ah yeah, this was before, before the, the typhoon. Yes, before the typhoon. Yeah, we visited Anilao. Yes, and I think you had like game night or something. Oh yes, yes we did. Sadja <laughs> <laughs> And the last photo is this one. Oh yeah, we were together with your mom and your dad and you. <laughs> yes, we ate in this, uh, uh, you know, very popular uh, restaurant in Osaka, right? Yeah. It's a it's a steak restaurant. This was New Year twenty nineteen. Twenty uh, no, twenty eighteen. December 2018, but January 2019. So it was yes, New Year's yes, Eve. That's, oh, sorry, 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 yes. Oh, it was New Year's we're, 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 we are, uh, no, we are uh, yeah, expecting mm. the New Year of 2019. Yeah. Because from here, we went back to the hotel, yes. remember? Mm. Uh, we, we had our celebration there upstairs. So, what's the name of the hotel? Swiss Hotel. And then I woke up at January 2. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, we're together. Yeah, in Osaka, no? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's okay. a famous steakhouse. Yeah. So that's our last photo. But now we want to talk about your other side, your public service side. So my first question really is, after everything that you've been through already, uh, with your family, with your work, all that you've done, why choose now to go into public service in uh, early 2000s? Uh, well, uh, I must admit, no, at that time, um, I was invited by former Congressman uh, Rolex Oplico of the 5th District. And uh, that was in year 2001. Now, of course, uh, everybody knows, knew that I lost that election to former Congressman Montfort by a very slim margin. Then I went back, 2004, and won that election. Uh, medyo may, may reluctance man ako, Tani, no, sa Tunga Chimpo, but uh, I told myself, why not try uh, public service? It's a new avenue to help people because 
while uh, you are already successful in you know in our private enterprise uh, i realized later on uh, lc that uh, iba naman ang fulfillment mo sa negosyo you have, a, you have financial fulfillment no and of course you can provide better life for your children for your family pero beyond uh, monetary fulfillment may ano kay there is something in you niya gusto mo man mag mag-share no and uh, that is that is my belief when i was growing up even you know with when i was attending church uh, with my pastor telling me that uh, well uh, the only way to receive is to give so uh, it's it's something that i believe in yeah, kung gusto mo magayuhan pang buhi mo you have to start sharing so uh, i tried public service i won that election in 2004 and since then No, I must be honest to to our listeners. Uh, life has changed, and uh, uh, iba naman ang fulfillment nato niya kita sa public service. And uh, to whom much is given, much is expected. So we started sharing, no, our time, our resources to the less fortunate uh, people, because the once upon a time, alam mo man yung pigado man ng aton pangabuhi. You know, I was a scholar. So it was time for me to also offer scholarship, uh, although iban siya government, iban siya private naman. We send the children to school uh, using our own resources. We have our own foundation as a family. So, um, but ang principio sa negosyo uh, identical man sa sa principio. So sa, the skills are transferable. Which one? Uh, the skills in business you can translate or transfer. To uh, your... yes, the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. No, if you really want to uh, prosper in in business, you can apply the same fundamentals. No, same principle in public service. And what is that? You know, you lead by example. So you you uh, you are respected by your uh, by your people in the business uh, because it's principled business. Balanila ng wala kalokohan eh. Kung negosyo, negosyo gin. Matindlo nga, pamaagi uh, to earn. Paglabot mo sa public service, the same principle holds. You know, even your political enemies will start respecting you. Kung balaan nila, na wala ka man gaubra sa kalokohan, kag wala ka nagapangawat sa gobyerno. So, uh, that same principle we apply in public service. That uh, we're always accountable No one should accuse us of any form of corruption. So be honorable in everything that you do. Yes, consistent. And it's always, whether it's in a private enterprise or in a public service, so you always have to lead you know, by example. Amo lang gina ang prinsipyo nga ginasandigan ko. So, uh, and the same Same foundation, same principle, ang ginaduso naton sa aton mga kabataan, ginatudlo ta sa ila sa adlaw-adlaw nga tanan, to be accountable and to also lead by example. Because we know that uh, fame is not forever, you know, and uh, your term, you know, as a leader will not be a perpetual term. At some point, you have to give it up, you know, and you know and move on to another uh, another journey so ay importante nga ang handumon sang tao sa aton nga 
while we were privileged to uh, stay there as a public servant, sulugoon sa banwa, uh, gintuma naton ang aton tanan niya buluhaton. No? Uh, ang sulugoon no? sa aton yung mga pumuluyo. So, uh, we should uh, uh, we should always be conscious no? and uh, be mindful that public service is a public trust. Hindi pwedeng abusara naton ang uh, ginhulam naton nga pwesto pamaagi sa pagboto sa aton sa aton mga pumuluyo. How do you personally deal with uh, setbacks or failures or heartbreaks considering that you lost your first election? How do you deal with it or how do you look at it? Well, the people are wondering how I how I manage to deal with uh, with defeats, mm. no? Uh, ang akong sinada yung prinsipyo is, you know, um, not at all times that you become victorious in all the things that you wish to do. But it is not a matter of falling, but it's a matter of rising from your fall. So, realist ako nga tao, Elsid, no? I never cry over spilled milk. So, today, napirdi kita, we get up, we rise and fight another day. So, realistic itang atawo. You know, we all uh, believe that nothing happens by accident. In anything that we do, we just pursue and do our best. Kung hindi pag-i-grant din sa ginoo, ano mahimo ta? Di ba So, we just have to be, uh, uh, we just maintain that belief that uh, uh, everything is pre-programmed. We have our own personal desire and ambition, and probably objectives. But if that is not granted by the sovereign being, so be it. No? So at least in anything that we do, we learn from it. And uh, that's how we live. Hindi man kinanglan niya ang tanan niya bagay nga ginhando mo, ihatagin sa imo. So God will always have a way of of uh, rewarding you in, uh, in many other ways. That's uh, interesting that you say that because a lot of young people need to think about or learn how to deal with defeats or failures. So what, I, what that reminds me of is what Kobe said. Uh, Kobe said that when he takes the game-winning shot, he doesn't think about the failure or the winning. He just takes the shot. Because if he loses or he wins, what happens is the next day he gets up he, does, he works on his game. He does the exact same things that he would do if he wins or he loses. Life still goes on. Yes. So you remove yourself from the pressure or hype of the moment. Just think about what you're going to do that life will still move whether mm -hmm. you win or you lose. Uh, yes. Uh, I think uh, similarly, that's how I, uh, that's how I treat events in my life. Uh, and this is, this is translated no? sa ako niyo mga kabataan. You know, for this day, you do your best. You know, whatever comes out, you know, we just have to be ready to accept uh, the consequence. If you feel uh, disappointed or frustrated, you know, that's not the end of it. There will always be another day that you can try and, uh, and be victorious. So, kinalan realist kita And, you know, um, we we have to believe that hindi man sa tanan niya tion mangin madinalag on kita. So we just have to be we have to remain passionate, we have to remain focused, and uh, we have to be hardworking. Pero hard work with innovation. 
Because chances are, you'll succeed in most of the undertakings that you wish to do. So what does the regular day look like for you? I mean, outside of the three cups of coffee, which reminds <laughs> me, let's try to go through the last, one, the last two. This one is Kagbang, so named after the barangay of uh, where uh, mm -hmm. neighbor coffee is found. It's What's the name? Kagbang. Kagbang. At the barangay? It's uh, in Oton. Ay, in Oton. Ah, okay. Uh, it's their stronger coffees made via pour over. It's similar to Vietnamese style. Mm. Like there's condensed milk oh, at the okay. bottom. That's really, it's not good for my sugar. Mm. So perhaps we should skip this one for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I will try it since I've never tried this okay. one before. Yeah. Spanish latte is good. It's actually really good. So what does a regular day look like for you? Because uh, I've seen you and uh, there was one time that I always tell this story. We were having a meeting, you and me. Mm -hmm. and during this meeting, you were having two other meetings. I think one was in uh, Germany or some other country. <laughs> and the other one was in Manila. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is not really a typical day. <laughs> Except that, well, you happened to join me in one of our trips with your mom and dad. <laughs> and, well, while there's fun, you know, hindi uh, man madula nga I still function, you know. Uh, remotely when we travel abroad. Pero on a typical day, especially pandemic, so on. So, uh, I will share with you, no, ang time. I spend most of my time with my, with my wife and my children. Nakunara si Kong The lovely Tita Kendi. Huh? The lovely Tita Kendi. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the most so, important part of the day. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, for the last two years since the pandemic, ni, ti, uh, Mga 98% of the time we're together, no? And uh, drum lang kami sa balay. We don't travel. Mm. Uh, in fact, we never had traveled abroad since uh, since 20 since the beginning of 2020. So arap lang kami nada sa balay. And uh, the typical day starts with uh, a late breakfast. Mga eight, mga nine, no? Breakfast kami. Then uh, we just watch an early news and while having breakfast we can we're watching CNN talk about covid talk mm. about things no so what what preoccupies your tita is ano naman ang balita bila naman ang cases etc etc so you know ang conversation revolves around covid uh, you know ano naman eh. i mean it's so if that's that's happening since since what since march 2020 so of course less na mala ang tv git subong sang una ti were hooked on television so we start our day with a late breakfast, uh, and uh, after that uh, we move to some office concerns. I I I go to my emails, no, uh, and then gadugay lunch namana, no. Then uh, I have my board meetings uh, to attend to, no. Kedamo uh, I have some like I also get involved with missionary work, so I do uh, also have meetings with Care Philippines, the Christian Action for Reconciliation and Evangelism. So I do many other things, no? Uh, I, I attend also some meetings for construction and many other things, no, during the afternoon. So as malabutan naman siya, we have to prepare for dinner. Tikun sa malabutan niya, ang board meeting will start 6 o'clock. So uh, 
galabot ina mga alas 9, kung kaisa strangely galabot alas 12. So I just eat in between, no? And then, of course, your tita, you know, is not happy. Nga, wala ko gaupod siya panyapon, kaya tia, I'm hooked on my Zoom. So amun ang amun ang typical day naman. So kung hindi man ako masako, so uh, we eat together at around 7, the latest 8 o'clock. After that, you'll be surprised nga we, uh, we go to our entertainment room and ask our girls, our helpers, Okay, we watch a nice uh, movie, Netflix, etc. So, ito ang muna na siyang routine naman. <laughs> yeah, since we, the pandemic. We, since the pandemic. <laughs> so, we invite even our girls, our helpers. Of course, everybody is wearing a mask. No? Kasi one time, na-penetrate kami sa COVID sa Malay. So, we're just wearing masks in the entertainment room with some of our girls there. So, some of them would, you know, massage my feet or what. No? Kapoy ka the whole day. So, amo lang gini na ang halos ang rutina mo kada adlaw. And then, uh, since last year, um, we uh, we don't go to the malls frequently. Kung may mga groceries si tita mo. So, I joined her sa SNR. Uh, last two days ago, we were in Landers, in BGC. So, pero that happens, uh, you know, once in a while. Hindi man permigid. And uh, I visit uh, my, my, my store, our store in SM, siguro uh, once a month. I visit also ang store man sa North Edsa, you know, or our construction also in, I visit once in a while, our construction also in uh, Avenida because we are setting up our diagnostic. Uh, the first uh, branch namun is uh, a diagnostic and laboratory facility in, uh, in front of the Department of Health. So uh, it's a dialysis and uh, and diagnostic center. No, it's a six-story facility. So we'll be opening also next month, hopefully. So muna, no, uh, that preoccupies me. And sometimes may mga visitor kami, I accompany them to go to the factory. So mula na nga tayong makagawa kami alsid sa ano sa balay. Otherwise, we we are most more often than not we're stationed at home. Kagawala ng routine naman, dira no kaga. Well, last year or the year before last, I started uh, doing. Nagpananom uh, kami. We, we <laughs> you started, became a plantito. Yes. Oh my god. We uh, <laughs> I, I bought a lot of pots. We bought a lot of uh, garden soil. Nagpananom na kami sa mga alubati, mga kamote, mga okra. Sumo. You know, in our backyard, sa balay, although la kami sang dakugin niya lugar for gardening. You try to visit our place in Valle Verde, no? Makita mo to damo na kami da sa mga wala na kami gabakal alubati, wala na kami gabakal sa kamote. Ang talong namon ara naman, you know, ang okra ara naman siya. So, abundant kami ang amon nya mga pepper, no? Dira lang gapamoksi lang kami da, no? And you know, it, it's fun, no? Uh, so I encourage our mga amon nya mga caretaker man. Sa kumagsako, kung kutik, amo naman lang dira. Mga security, di, uh, in-house man sila. You know, so sila nagatatap na subong. No? Medyo sang masako-sako naman ay I go back to Iloilo more frequently. So, amo na gawa niya. No? So, amo nang routine amon. No? It's, uh, it's very simple. Life has become simpler uh, during the pandemic. So, how, is, uh, how important is family time to you? Well, Elsid, uh, when your children asserts independence, family time becomes more important. 
because pilitay na na iyang magpanyapon ka mo, you know, tawagan mo sila, hindi pa magkanto, no? kahit nalingaw na sila sa ilang mga amiga, sa tanan. No? So, sometimes, uh, nag-aabot ang chimpo nga, you know, especially si tita mo, ano na ni mga kabataan niya, no? you know, so tisiling ko, amo mo na kita. O, inbayaan, taman si nanay, kag si tatay ta. <laughs> Ginabalusan mo lang kita. <laughs> so, you have, to, you have to understand that this is, this is, this is, uh, this is the cycle of life. Uh, so, it's just a matter of really facing reality and uh, be less sensitive about it. So, family time becomes more important. So, kung may time kami nga makatipon kami no, uh, with the two older uh, children, no, kiti, you know, I gave them the liberty to have their own place, si Brian. No, so, ang um, condo niya in front of uh, our place, Aramanda. That's where he stays most of the time. Magpuli siya rin sa Iloilo. He comes and visits us maybe two, three times a week or over the weekend. He, he's with us. Si Kong Braden Amuman, um, uh, although he stays with us more frequently than uh, Brian, but ang amon niya yung guest, kay eskwela pa sa Ateneo, he stays with us. No? Siling namon, uh, di mo, it's good that we have a giant baby with us. <laughs> <You know? laughs> a 23-year-old giant baby still with us. and six you know, three, six, six three, And, uh, <laughs> you know, siling ko, i-enjoy ta na lang siya sa the next for years, no, samtang ari na di siya sa ato niyo eskwela. Kay pag-doktorya sini, malayas man siya. No? So, <laughs> so, so, just, you know, having that opportunity niya makapamahaw siya, makapanyapon. Hindi ba siya makaregular yung kaamsamon? Kasi he spends, what, 14 hours, you know, on Zoom, sumong, na nagamed siya. Uh, so, at least, panyag, panyapon, upon naman siya. Pamahaw, panyaga ara siya sa kwarto niya no so that's how important uh, uh, family time is LC no sang una hindi man siya mugid ka importante kasi you know when the kids are growing up because you had full control over your kids yes yeah so yeah like your like when you were small you know your your mom and dad had full control so subong wala ka naging control no Especially if they're earning on their own, uh, you lose absolute control. So, <laughs> we still love our parents. Yes, know? yes, yes. That I never know. goes away. Yeah, yeah, we still do correct. our best to make you proud. Yes. So, but uh, as parents, you get frustrated, you get disappointed, <laughs> but we don't complain because we did it also to our parents. <laughs> I cannot get mad at my sons because I did the same thing, you know. I was asserting independence. That's the that's a cycle of life. But uh, again, kami opportunity kita nga magatipon, uh, we all we do it. No, any small opportunity bisan gani maglakat lang like yesterday or was it yesterday? Yeah, I think yesterday. Uh, we had the chance to, uh, before coming here, nagpa-PCR kami. We flew in today. You know, so kahapon, nagpa-PCR. After PCR, I got so hungry. So I asked Kong BJ, who was our driver. Uh, <laughs> Sinko, BJ, mamahaw, tatuanay sa ano? 
Oo, pangita ito to plamahawan, no? Ti siling man ni Kong ni Mayor. Nyao man gutuman ako. Ti siko sige mangita ta to plamahawan to sa ano, BGC. Nagbinaisay pa kami kung diin kami mamamahaw, no? Sa ulis niya ti dito na lang ta sa BGC. Siko ti sige bisan di ila na. Bisan jalibela na na akon nya kaunon na happy na ko. So finally, you know, tiyamo na bala. Uh, you spend time uh, together, no? So kiti tumalagsahon na lang katabo nga you have dinner together, you have uh, time to, to to eat together. So, amo na ka-importante yun ang, uh, ang panahon no, sa aton pamilya, Elsie. Actually, what's interesting about what I'm hearing now is that, you know, for all the things that you do, all the things that you've done, all the things that you are right now, you're still just a dad. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you're just a dad. No? Amo lang yun na, and uh, you know, you never relinquish that role. You know, uh, even but, when we leave. Yes, you know, even if the children leave you or abandon you, you know, you always have to, to, to assert your being a father. No, the amugin na palangga mo yung unconditional ang abton pagpalangga sa aton kabataan. Bisa nagarebelde sila, bisa nagasunggod sila, bisa nagabato sila. Okay, see, you know, uh, outside of the <laughs> pandemic. Oh. If there was no pandemic, what do, what are the type of people that you usually surround yourself with? Well, during the pandemic, when I was still in Congress, I chair a very important committee. No, well, during my stint in Congress, Elsid, uh, I had the opportunity of being given uh, sensitive and very important committees, no, standing committees. Pag um, second year, second term, ko I was. Uh, of course, first term ko, I was a vice chair of many committees, no health uh, and other. Sure, the second term ko, nag chairman ako sa franchise. Uh, pag third term ko, I sit in the commission on appointments. In my fourth term, I sit as chairman of the trade committee. So these are heavy ang tasks sina. So uh, twice a month, you have long marathon committee hearings. Uh, and in between, you have uh, you have other things to do, no? I think the, you know you attend also many uh, other committees where you don't share. Plus, you come to your district. This well, so unang sangara ko sa Congress, may ginashepherd git ako yung mga bills. You know that, no? I was a principal author of the Cheaper Medicines Law. I was a principal author of the establishment creation of the FDA. When I went back to Congress, I uh, shepherd and I was a principal author of the. Republic Act 11032, which is, which is the uh, uh, ARTA, no? the mm. uh, ano, is doing business. And then came the uh, amendment of the Securities Registration Code, which you all study in the in College of Law. So that's 11232. So gina shepherd mo na siya. So ginabantayan mo na, no? And you know, it's it's very very tough job. So muna that preoccupies me no so a, a typical ano routine ko sina ko na sa congress you surround your people with uh, yourself with this you know your colleagues and you know and that's a way to learn no uh law making eh wala man nagtudlo sa eskwelahan hmm. wala man nagtudlo sa aton antis kita ng congressman so you learn the trade on your own and of course unari ka naman diri you know, you surround yourself with your leaders, with your supporters, with your mayors, with everybody, and uh, and ensure that all their concerns are addressed. No, ti ang isapasinada sa ara ka bisang ganit subong wala man ako sa 
pwesto ang mga calls balani no mga tawag sa imo text sa imo sang constituents mo uh, these are things that you cannot ignore even until now nga hindi man kita ala pa kita si BJ subo ang congressman but that does not exempt me from attending to concerns of our constituents hmm. so ara gina yapon no hmm. uh, once a public servant always a public hmm. servant you cannot you cannot relinquish that uh, that status give up the, the office and the title <laughs> but the responsibility yeah. you do not uh, yes so so hindi bugina siya you cannot ano you cannot separate yourself from that because ang ang thinking sa mga tao sang aton mga kasimanwa that well we gave you the opportunity to serve us before now it's your son but that legacy continues no so perhaps you know so <laughs> it's it's endless <laughs> inasha so a public servant will always be a public servant until the day you die. So, muna siya. No? On the business side, I manage uh, three hospitals. You know, the, I, the responsibility of the governing board sits on my shoulders. So, uh, I chair these three hospitals. So, ang ila, you know, policies, everything, no? organization, tanan. So, you lead the group, no? And uh, we have, uh, of course, our... Our family has involved in other businesses apart from pharma. You know, we have uh, real, real property development and other things. So you surround your, yourself also with your co-investors, with your business partners. No? So amun ang ato niya routine sa, sa, sa aton pangabuhi. No? But despite the heavy schedule and the demand for all this, you still manage to be with your family. So, malamang training ko, Elsid, halin mm. sa gamay pang negosyo, hasta nga nagdako siya, is crisis management. Mm. So, uh, why? Because, you know, ang mindset mo kinalan, adlaw-adlaw, there is a crisis. So that when the real crisis comes, hindi ka na mamaguhan. You don't get shocked. Because your management, you know, is a crisis management on a day-to-day basis. Mm. So that's why nothing, nothing shocks me sa politika, sa negosyo, sa tanan, because my style in management is really crisis management every single day. Okay. Yeah. So, before we give you the last question, let's try the Mount Apple. Now, this one you can't drink because it's straight black. And okay. it's, uh, there's first specialty coffee that's uh, What is the name? What is, ah, it's Mount Apple. Ah, okay. So, uh, apparently, this comes from Davao. Oh, okay. Yes, Mount Apo is from Davao. Okay, that's black coffee. Mm. So the last question is very quickly. Uh, what are the three key takeaways you'd like our audience to take from this entire interview from you? What three key learnings or takeaways would you like them to have? All right. Well, um, well, uh, you recap talang no what we have talked about. Uh, in life, um, it is not um, it is not enough that uh, we travel through a journey uh, seeking material fulfillment. Because, well, kitatanan, we need material things no, in order to survive. But at the end of the day, you know, kung ano man ginaubrata, Ano man ang ginahatag ta sa komunidad, ang bottom line gid is that we should live something 
for the memory of the people behind later on. No? Umlambal ko ganit sa imo kaina, no? uh, the, the principle of that we that we uh, that we observe in business is the same principle that we observe in 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 public service or sa unhambalonta sa politika no as i said earlier we should always lead by by example lead by example because even our political enemies will start respecting us and hoping that those political enemies will even be our political allies later on. Number two, okay, success is not measured by the material rewards that you have or the, how thick is your bank account. No? Success is really measured by how much we have contributed to our community. No? For example, sa Akon, no? uh, while we enjoy material rewards right now, I believe that being in the pharma business, especially the innovation that we have done, to make life-saving medicines, medicines that are in the ER, medicines that are in the ICU, medicines that are in the wards, which were beyond the reach of the Filipino people before the enactment of the law, of the generics law. How many millions of lives have been saved because we provided access to these very, very medicines beyond the reach of the ordinary Filipinos way before we have entered this industry? So, it is not how much we have earned. You know, hindi na siya ginatakos sa kung ano nga manggad ang nakuha mo. Because for, for us, the monetary enrichment or monetary rewards is only a consequence of what we have really done for the industry. So, we claim to be successful not because of the hundreds of millions of revenues that have been generated over the years, but because we have protected the lives of the Filipinos. Number three, I just want to share with you, El Cid, you know, you have, a start, you have startup companies. This is a, uh, a principle borrowed from uh, one of the most successful industrialists of the 20th century, Warren Buffett, I will leave this principle behind. I adhere to what Warren Buffett said. Because in business, in public service, in whatever you do, the most challenging and crucial component in business in politics, in public service, in building an institution, is the human capital. Mahapos mangita capital, mahapos mangita loan, mahapos mangita produkto ng ibaligya. Pero, mabudlay magpangita sang tao 
nga updon mo sa negosyo or updon mo sa public service. So, having said that, the most important consideration sa imong negosyo is the human capital. Choosing the right person is very crucial right from the start. Kami a family-oriented ang amon nga kultura sa sulod sang amon kumpanya. We have close to 1,000 employees and related na sila by referral system. We don't allow people to just come in, walk in, give your CV and so it's always done by a referral system. Why? Because as Warren Buffett said, you know, there are three important qualifications in securing the right human capital. And I quote, number one is character. Character. Ano ba lang pagkatawo sini sang ini nga tao nga kwaon ko manager? Ano ba lang pagkatawo sang tao ko nga obrahon ko nga janitor? You know? Because there's such a thing as the most and the least. You know? Because bisan janitor na siya, kung hindi na siya honest, problema mo. Mas lalo problema mo kung ang manager kong kuha mo, especially CFO. Hindi honest, pagtalikod mo. You know? So, number one is really character. You know? Number two lang na iyang intelligence. Right? So, you don't get the most intelligent. You get the most honest. So, character first, intelligence second, and third is hard work. Kaya kailangan mapisan siya mo. Pero siling niya, gin-qualify niya. Without character, intelligence and hard work are useless. So, at the end of the day, what sets you apart from the rest is really character. So, mo nang abiding principle ko. No? When I bring in people, I make sure that I hire the most honest, not the most intelligent. And this is why our organization has been very, very successful because we don't hire the most intelligent, but we hire the most honest. You know, hindi man tanan, no? Kaya may mga, may mga infractions, mga katabo, iban hmm. become dishonest, so, we remove them. Dodo pasi bala na siya, no? Sa bugas nga ti pilian mo. You know? So, by ensuring, by following that principle, you, uh, you manage losses, you manage pilferages, you know? So, in the end, you know, your, your enterprise becomes more profitable, more successful. So, mula na jutay nga tip ko sa imo because I know, you know, you're young in the business. So, uh, just bear in mind ang ininga mga jutay nga pagtudlo ko. Uh, you'll be able to use it, you know, and become a, a Taipan one day. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. And with that, there are three things. First, lead by example. Be honorable in everything that you yeah. do. Second, success is measured by your contribution to society, yes. to the community not by material things. Yes. And third is that human capital is one of the most important, if not the most important yes. thing that you should be taking care of right. in your organization. Yes. So thank you so much, Dr. Ferge Biron, for all of, all of the things that you have shared with us, for the rich stories and in partaking of the rich coffee that we have here 
at Beautiful Courtyard by Marriott Iliilo. Yes. Of all the things that we use to measure success, none of it really matters without the vision to start with and the work ethic to see it through. Dr. Furge, for one, had huge visions, not just for himself, but for all of the people around him, his brothers, his family. He saw it through and built his dreams. That's it for the first episode of Season 3 of Coffeinated by Daily Guardian here at Courtyard by Marriott Iliilo. Thank you to Neighbor Coffee for supplying our caffeine. More of these stories every other Wednesday when we brew another episode of Coffeinated. The audio podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. This show is produced by Prometheus. I'm Elsid. Take it easy and live life one coffee mug at a time. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching.